Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The following podcast was made purely for satirical purposes and should not be taken seriously. And his name It's now time for the Wrestling Roast. Introducing your Roast Masters, KJ and Ali Osatian. It is time to roast! Hi folks, welcome back to the Wrestling Roast. We're your host, KJ and Ali Osatian. Ali... I haven't seen you since like 2022. Have you been? I haven't huh? seen you. I haven't seen you since last year, babe. Wow, it's been a while. This is and, the first first and... roast of 2022. Three. That's right. <laughs> 23. 2023. No, 20. Yeah, that's gonna take a while. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, Holly, quickly, how do you predict this year will go? Do you think it will be worse or better than 2022? I was talking to my uncle. Sorry, I've lost my voice, ladies and gentlemen. Um, but it's oh, been yeah. a hell of a hell of a festive season, I'll tell Deep you. Throat, yeah. Um right. So I was speaking to my uncle, I was like, Uncle Alistair, what do you think will be the big Alistair fuck? Black. Ali Black. Sure. Big, I was like, big what, Ali Black. what do you think will be the big fucking shit show of this year? <laughs> and he was like <laughs> and he was like, Oh well not a terrorist attack in a while, so probably that and I was like yeah. <laughs> Man, something bad always happens in, in the start of the year, and it fucks the rest of the year. That's that's the pattern. Twenty twenty kicked off with like Kobe Bryant dying the the night of the Royal Rumble. Also, twenty twenty there was those fires in Australia in, in the start of twenty twenty. 
Oh, that oh was yeah. yeah, 2020. Yeah, yeah. There was fires, and then it also in like the the first half, there was like, ah, um, oh, fuck, what was it called? Oh, the Americans Co- assassinated the COVID. fucking Ira- Iranian uh, military chief, and that got swept under the rug. Remember that? I was in Thailand. Yeah, of course. Happened. Oh yeah, I was watching Al Jazeera yeah. news, so it was like balanced. You know. Oh, wow. <laughs> COVID nineteen, that was that was the thing I was thinking of. Yeah, COVID nineteen was yeah. was there too. That was um, a bit fucked Wrestling up. wise, I don't know if you could ever top twenty twenty two with the shit that went down last year. To, Fuck me. That man. I I no that this is that's gonna be in like the fucking wrestling almanac as twenty twenty. If I I'm I'm pretty sure their history books are gonna cover that year in wrestling, with with the fucking Stone Cold Steve Austin Stone Cold Steve Austin coming out of retirement for a match. In 2022, is like one of the secondary conversations we have. Dude, about Cody that year. jumping from AEW—that was a huge story at the time. That was such a big story, yeah. and it's like, oh yeah, I remember that happened. <laughs> and also, we kicked off with that shit Royal Rumble. The the Royal Rumble was so bad. Yeah, in 2022. on the ITR community, um, I think um, Anthony Fitzpatrick. Or Stephen Bradley. That's right, yeah. They posted the results for like what the the community think. And the Royal the Rumble best. was the lowest rated pay-per-view of the year. Yeah. I mean, not shocking. So, Ollie and I have decided that uh, today, the well, roast no, is going to be a little you, different. You've decided, really. Not me. I had no say Ollie in and I have decided that the roast... I just show today. up... Produce the show <laughs> and get told what I'm doing. <laughs> so, so I had this idea, and I, I ran it by Ollie, and I said, "Why don't we, why don't we have a quick recap of what happened in 2022? Plus, we'll we'll have a few conversations about, you know, a few people uh, and what we think they would do in." The next uh, year. Can so, I just preface this by saying that I have had zero prep for this, so you are leading this, my friend. <laughs> I am leading this. I am. Uh, all I ask of you is to do as I say and uh, or do as I do. And, do as uh, I say and, and not a... as I do. That's what my mother used to say to me. Oh, that's that's nice. Yeah. Um, but I'm always very like you know I, I'm walking on eggshells whenever you talk about your mom because. <laughs> don't want to upset you so yeah but 2022 ollie i want to talk about you know i'm gonna go right back to the royal rumble back where it all started and i'm gonna ask you a a, so we're gonna play a little game for every time we talk about someone i'm gonna ask you uh, a question and my first question to you is ollie becky lynch wrestled which superstar at the Royal Rumble. Oh, that's easy. For the that's easy. Royal Women's Championship. Oh, do you remember? Of okay, course I'm going to remember it? that because it was uh, Kim, Kim uh, Dewdrop. Yeah. And yes, the, sir. Dewdrop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <it> did. <laughs> so, uh, we kick off the year. Becky Lynch, you know, made a fantastic return the year before at, at SummerSlam. And then, you know, she was on this, like, rampage. And now, uh, you know, 2022 Royal Rumble, Becky Lynch versus Dewdrop. And now Becky Lynch today is feuding with Bailey and her, her cronies. So what do you think? How do you think the year for Becky Lynch will be like? Well, she got injured in the year. Or, or like speculating ahead for this year. Ahead. Yeah. Ah. 
I don't know. Do I you read, think I read the other day that the match with Ronda's off because the people that be feel that Ronda's too cold, and that, and I, I completely agree. Wrong. Yeah, Ronda, yeah. um, Ronda, you know, at the same Rumble showed up, won the Royal Rumble, and you know the, mu- the it was a big pop when she came out. Everyone was really excited. She won the Rumble. I wasn't too upset about that, but then it's just been fucking downhill ever since. So yeah, but going back to Becky, I think, I think she'll have a strong year. Uh huh. Um, yeah, I think she'll have a title reign. I would like to see Becky versus Charlotte at WrestleMania. I think that would be great because you've got uh, that, you've got that built-in hatred in, in real life, and you could work on that that really heated storyline. Yes, but at the same time, I I feel like we've seen enough of that. Like the Becky Lynch's the man persona came through the Charlotte Flair feud, and you know it was it was good then. But I want I, like I like Becky versus Bailey because I don't remember Becky versus Bailey previously. I don't remember the feud at all. But we also need like now girls like Bianca Belair, uh, Rhea Ripley. You know they've come up. I think Candice LeRae could be really good. Uh, once Io Sky breaks she off, not, I think Io Sky could not, be good. She's not. Getting a a, ma- a singles match at WrestleMania? Are you kidding? Candice LeRae? Not yet, at least. But I think I, I think, think she could I, build I up to that. I don't, I don't see it in her. I, I don't get it. She's mediocre at mm. best, and she can't cut a promo. She can I, I agree with the the promo part. She can't cut a promo, but There's I so feel many like Candice more LeRae... talented women on that roster than Candice LeRae. Well, give me names. Who who do you have? Rhea Ripley, Eo Sky, yeah. Dakota Kai. Yeah. Uh Dakota Kai over Candice LeRae? Yeah, definitely. She's got a bit of mm. character. Catwise if you if you don't watch NXT and you missed all that way stuff, what is Candice LeRae to you? Nothing. Well, I I've seen I've seen clips of her like indie matches and stuff, and she does the hardcore matches really well. So you put her in a no disqualification situation. I don't, I don't, I don't she's going to thrive. I, I don't care about that, though. Do I? That's not going to mm, make I, her interesting. I, I just feel like. I don't. I think, feel like. Yeah, I, I feel think, like I they could. She's. I don't think she's on the tier of being a world champion. That's what I mean. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's I, what, I completely agree with that's that. That's what I'm arguing. Like, fair enough. She's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, she's not like top tier, you know. And 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 yeah. Triple H also seems to be way more focused with the women's division, where things actually make sense. And I don't. Yes, I think yeah. maybe like in a Vince McMahon world, if Candice Lady looked like Lacey Evans, she would win the title. You know, but yeah, it's, yeah. it's now it's about the wrestling. It's not about big tits. So I don't think she's that. <laughs> True, great, yeah. I don't think she's that great a wrestler, and I don't think. No, but that's why I think that's why I think Candice Lady will do well because she is a good wrestler. Is she that though? I've seen? Is she though? Yeah, she is. She, she's not. She's not, not showcased not anything see, yet. I've not seen her have a good match since she debuted on the main roster. I agree. She's not had anything spectacular yet, but uh, but she's capable of having really good matches. Well, let's so, uh, let's let's continue this women's discussion and go with who do you think is going to win the women's Royal Rumble? I personally oh, think so... it's going to be Candice LeRae because she is. <laughs> uh, I've I've heard. Okay, I've got a I've got a big rumor here, and oh, have uh, we put thirty seconds on on that clock? It's going on. Um, Thirty minutes. No, no, we're not doing. We're not doing. We're not how doing you, it. How are you keeping the tabs on the length I'm, of the podcast? I'm, 
I've got I've got a timer. I'm timing it. Don't worry. Oh, I got this. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a professional. Yeah, I got this. So um, oh, time's up. So <laughs> I'm saving you production time. So don't worry. <laughs> um, I I do have a big rumor. I think it's about to like uh, hit the news and stuff. But you know, I heard Deborah is coming out of retirement. <laughs> <laughs> what was Deborah's theme tune again? Bring on the tits! What was her theme tune again? It's like Deborah. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Oh, wasn't there like that. a? I feel like every. I feel like every every woman in the nineties had like a roar, like a cat roar, <laughs> to start off the song. You know what I mean? Like it was like, <laughs> and then it would go into whatever porn theme it was. <laughs> <laughs> whatever porn theme, fucking Briscoe or. Whoever was producing Vince Russo heard that week, they'd be like, "All right, yeah, fucking come on, bro, put it on Deborah's song. Come no, on, it was like, yeah. it was like, I like this one. Yeah, it, it was some porn theme. Yeah, it was definitely some porno. A hundred percent. So got it, got you it, you got, got it? it? Yeah, hold on. Yeah, yeah. Right, here we go. Will I will I be able to hear it? Yeah, yeah. Everyone will. Yeah. Right, here you go. Here we go. Uh huh. Oh oh. Okay. Good morning, aviators. Oh, that's an ad. Uh, an ad. Oh, great. Oh, great. Ad. I thought I thought you paid for YouTube. What the fuck? No, but the fuck the, this, this production this production software doesn't uh, doesn't let you doesn't let oh, you. Oh, well, that's that. fucking stupid. Um, yeah. Tell me that's not a tell me that's not a porn theme. That's so porno. <laughs> And it's all her tits. It's oh, just yeah. her tits. It's like Deborah. Yeah. yeah. She was. Did you did you ever have when you were a kid? Did you ever have a uh, a Tommy Tank over Deborah? Yeah. What's yeah 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 I did. Did you? Me too. Because her tits were just outrageous. They, they were there. It was the nineties. There wasn't there wasn't Pornhub yeah. like you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There was, there was. Do you remember that loading screen with Trish Stratus uh, on SmackDown Two? How could how could I forget KJ? How could that was just incredible. Yeah. When I when I met Trish in in Canada, I almost I almost brought that up, but I was like, no, you got to be professional. Shut I the don't fuck think up. I don't <laughs> think that women like to hear that you wanked over their SmackDown Know Your Role loading screen when you were a teenager. <laughs> no, well, obviously not about the wank, but I would have told her. I was like, I was about to tell her, like, I fell in love with you because of the SmackDown 2 loading screen. But she would have probably known what I was talking about. <laughs> it's, I, I think it was a good choice not to talk about it. Yes. I but, it was. yeah. Anyway, um, bring, bring us back, KG, back to... Uh... I, th- I think Rhea Ripley, Rhea Ripley is a huge, strong contender for winning the Women's Royal Rumble in, in 2023. I think, I think she's a big name, and I'd love to see Rhea Ripley win it. Yeah, agreed. But it's a you long know, year. Unless it's a long year. Unless they do something with Rhea Ripley winning the title, and then Beth Phoenix wins the Rumble, and Beth Phoenix versus Rhea Ripley at WrestleMania, no I wouldn't be mad Beth at that. Phoenix. I'd be no interest in Beth Phoenix winning the Royal Rumble. No way. I same same. I think Rhea Ripley winning it is better, but I would like at some point a one-on-one match between Beth Phoenix and Rhea Ripley. Like yeah, I, probably, I really want probably that. Probably get it in Saudi, mate. Yeah, Saudi. <laughs> oh gosh, Jesus. Oh. Um, yeah. So, uh, how, how, what about the the direction Alexa Bliss is going in? How do you feel about that? With the whole, you know, she's she's twisting and turning, and now 
you know, every time the logo flashes up, she's she's evil. And, you know, tonight we're going to have Alexa versus Bianca. I hate the... I don't like to predict things when they're in flow. Okay. Because I've I've got no idea where that's going to go. So anything I say now is just made up. Of course, yeah, it's just what you what you think will happen, right? There's know. no way I of don't, I don't know what will being happen. able to correctly. I've got no idea. Which is I, terrible. I, I don't know how they're gonna. Po- that's terrible podcasting, but I can I've not I've not seen enough of it to know. Where, what direction they're going with. Like, no one can predict what the fuck is going on with the Uncle Howdy Bray Wyatt thing. That's also, like, so, like, yeah. like what is going like, on? Like, Nothing makes sense. With it. It's like, I'm, I'm here for the long-term storytelling, but you're asking me to predict what's going to happen? I don't know. More spooky shit mm. for a while. I <laughs> More spooky. <laughs> I, I personally think that, you know, Alexa Bliss and Bianca Belair, the match that's taking place tonight, um, if if Alexa wins, it might not be that harmful because Bianca's been champion for a while. However, look, we just got rid of that fucking doll. Do we really need to bring it back? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, why are they like? I don't, I don't know because if Bianca beats Alexa, that's it. Alexa's dead in the water again. They just got this whole spooky shit thing going, and if Bianca, if Bianca wins, that's it. It's just dead. So. How do they combat this? You know, disqualification. I would, like, I would like Asuka to be Bray Wyatt's spooky bitch. But but they did the whole thing with you know Alexa smashing the the whatever what was it was it a mug or a vase or something a vase. on on Bianca's head a vase the vase, vase. she vase. smashed the vase vase um vase vase. Uh, and and so you know they're they're doing the whole fucking spooky shit again. I thought we fucking left it behind. I don't know why they're going back to it. Just fu- no, no, why? No, Just no, no, no. Oh, who do you think Uncle no, Howdy no. is? Bo Dallas, right? Bo Dallas, yeah, hundred percent. Bo Dallas, right? Same height and everything. Except you know he looks he looks Targaryen. I don't know if you saw, but like he's got yeah. the golden well, blonde people, hair. It could people, be one of the Targaryens. People are allowed to dye their hair. I don't see a problem with that. Yeah. Um, what was it I could be say? Viserys. Yeah, whatever. Um, probably those those rotundos <laughs> probably fuck each other, you know. That's the way it is. That's what Targaryens do, isn't it? <laughs> Brother, fuck me, son. Oh yeah, grown into such son. a handsome man. Oh God. Oh, Mrs. IRS. <laughs> someone I read online. Someone said it was Edge, and I was like, no. What the fuck? On what fucking planet? Well, why, why not? Edge should probably start a, a spooky, a spooky faction, and then uh, decide to give up on it halfway through, and then sit at home <laughs> for six months. I'm hoping that Edge comes back, and we we build this match towards the Rumble, and see see where that takes us. <laughs> oh god! But, uh, right, let's talk about Edge. What a ye- what a shit year he had in 2022. That what was not a great year. What, he, it, it was what did he do at the Royal Rumble? He had he, him and Beth Phoenix faced the Miz and Maurice. Beth versus Miz and Maurice, yeah. That was that yeah, was good. They did but, that. Uh, yeah, that was fine. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. WrestleMania had the most boring match on the card with AJ Styles, and you must admit that was not great. It, it was boring, even though you enjoyed. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it in person, but yeah, it was it wasn't the it's, best. It's, not, it was, it's that, not what you expect. It's not one that you'll be watching back anytime soon. No. Uh, then what did he do? After that, he didn't. He disappeared for a while. And then he started the Judgment Day. 
We started the Judgment Day. Yeah, the Judgment Day. Uh, Damien then Damien Priest helped him win that match, and then SummerSlam. What did he do? I liked. I liked. I liked when Rhea Ripley joined them. I liked that whole, you know, uh, it was, I think, Edge versus AJ Styles, and then Rhea Ripley came to help him or something like that. Yeah, because when, when, when did the Judgment Day turn on him? Uh, I think it was before SummerSlam, wasn't it? Was it, was it like Hell in a Cell time? I do not remember. So go ahead, ask, ask, me, ask me a question about that time. About one of the um, matches at Hell in a Cell. Well, hold on, Let's see. Let's see if I can get it right. They turned on him. They turned on him the night of the faction Edge began Judgment Day. Judgment Day turns on Edge on the six six episode of Monday Night Raw. So the sixth of June, they turned on him. Very evil. June. So then on the fifth of June was Hell in a Cell. So it was the night after Hell in a Cell. That's oh, yeah, where Finn they, Balor they, joins them, right? Yeah, they had that big match, didn't they? And it was uh, yeah. Judge, Judgment Day versus AJ Styles, Finn Balor, and Liv Morgan. Yeah, that's right. All right, so let's t- well, yeah. yeah, but like so, Edge, and then after that, he kind of came in, came out, did a few one shots, and then Beth got concertoed, and he's been sitting at home. So that match, do, that match, at, think, uh, Extreme Rules was good. Do you think this is Edge's final year? Do you think this is it? From- Oh, yeah. Maybe it's time. Maybe it's time to wind wind it down and and you do know. You think that he had a he good gets, three years. Do you think that he gets a, a title shot or a, or a title run before he retires? No, but I, I I'm expecting him to have a well told story leading leading himself out. So, I think whoever whoever he chooses to you know sort of pass that torch to. I think he he's gonna have a good story with that person, so at least there's that. Whether mm. the match is good or not is yeah. is yet to be seen. I don't know. I, did, but, I just don't. Yeah. I don't. I don't think. I think that his return has just been very lackluster, and I think a lot of the momentum of his return was lost because of COVID. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I, and I think that really affected it. I think if it wasn't if 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 it, if he returned at that Royal Rumble and then at that. He would have had a great match against Randy Orton at WrestleMania, and that would be him. He'd be set mm-hmm. up, and people would would still have that buzz for him. Because if you remember back to the thing was this the the last draw before the the gym, and uh, they yeah. did that big angle, and Beth was there, and it was fucking brilliant. It was so hot, and then it just yeah died to death. And I don't think Edge has ever recovered from that, to be honest. Um, I I I would say that when after he won the Rumble, uh the the match you know those few months leading up to wrestlemania i think those were solid i think roman brian it's, it's and edge it's hard to gauge that though because of so much of it was in the thunderdome but no think think about think about when we were podcasting at that time as well that was the match we were most excited for all of us we were all talking about that match the main event roman brian edge and so i think they all played their parts really well they managed to stay away from each other for for long enough and then he had that that match with uh, Roman Reigns at Money in the Bank, and people forget about the match. It, it was a good match, but it's overshadowed by John Cena's return. 
Well, the best, know? the best thing, the best thing that he's done since he came back was the Hell in a Cell with Seth Rollins <laughs> at, at like one of the Saudi shows. Was it was it Elimination Chamber, which was amazing. Joe? That was that was yeah. a great match. Very yeah. well done. Yeah, it was tremendous. Even but the that, even the Seth story with him, you know, breaking into the house and stuff, that was good. Yeah, but I just feel I just feel that I expected more, and I don't I just don't think that he's made the impact that I thought that he would have coming out of retirement like that. Like his second run, I agree, I agree, like yeah. for example, like Shawn Michaels' second run was better than his first run. Edge's oh, first run was but that, way better than his second run. But but the Shawn Michaels like return is legendary. No one will ever come close to that. No one. Well, I, I, mean, I don't think it's possible. The Edge return at, at Royal Rumble was one of the best moments ever. The pop, the yeah. pop in that moment itself. Yeah. But the run that Shawn Michaels had after coming back in 2002, it, it, it will never be matched. It will never be matched because Shawn Michaels was a different animal when he came back. He had the power of Christ, you know? <laughs> he, was just, <laughs> he was fueled by God. <laughs> sure, sure he was. <laughs> and, and so uh, uh, comparing to Shawn Michaels is really unfair because Shawn Michaels is that, that second run well, you, it, well, it was well, it was, was way say, longer. You could say Daniel Bryan's second run as has it been as good as his first run? I don't think it has. Uh, in some aspects, because if you think about up to even that Sheamus match that he had at WrestleMania and the 18 seconds loss, that was terrible. But everything after that, building up to Mania 30, you know, it was fantastic. But then he got the concussion. Then he had to drop. So after after Mania 30, I think it 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 you know, fell fell off a cliff. Like, the injuries and then, you know, uh, awarding the Intercontinental Championship to the Ryback and all that stuff that he did was, was really poor. And then, unfortunately, he had to retire briefly, you know? When he came back from that, he had the match with Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn and Shane McMahon at WrestleMania. Uh, that was... The story was fun, but in WWE, he just, you know, he, he was the antagonist to Kofi Kingston's Kofi Mania, that was good, but after that, you know the vegan title and stuff. There were, there were some good matches here and there with Brock Lesnar. That was amazing, but then it just sort of, you know, it just never really clicked for him after that. After he lost the title to to Kofi, I just I can't remember him doing anything that was super exciting, you know. Yeah, and and he, I mean AZW is just AZW runs just been tragic, absolutely tragic. Oh God. Let's why don't we why don't we talk about AW a little bit? Um okay. you know, uh AW we started off so started the year good. so well. Oh, I loved AW <laughs> this time last year. I loved it. AW um so so when did when did Punk come back? Do you do you um, remember the date? Yeah, cuz yeah, what was it? Cuz he had so like it, it he debuted twenty twenty one. Oh no, that's that's wrong. So twenty twenty one, it ended with uh with full gear, uh-huh. and then the first pay per view of the year was Revolution. Uh, Revolution. Do you remember what the main event of of Revolution was? I bet you won't be able to remember. Um, wait, hold on. Who? Okay, August, it was obviously August a title 20, match, right? August twenty twenty one. Um, CM Punk debuted in AEW, so he'd been around for a while. Right. By, by the time January yeah. rolled around, yeah. So I'll, I'll ask you two questions here. Number right. one, what was the main event of uh, AEW Revolution? 
Do you remember who the champion was? The main champion. The was world it Kenny champion. Omega and Hangman? No. 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 That you're you're that's that was before that. So so who was the champion in Revolution? I mean, I'm giggling it. <laughs> no, no, don't, 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 no, no. Okay, I, I'm gonna help you out. I'm gonna help I you don't, out. Don't help me out because I've got okay. no idea. Okay, it was uh, Hangman Adam Page, right? Oh, uh, who was his opponent? Oh God, that was Adam Cole, baby. Oh God. Yes, Adam Cole. So <laughs> yeah. Just looking at this who did... card. Fuck me. Uh okay, wait, don't don't look, don't look. Who Why? who who did CM Punk wrestle? MJF. Oh, the dog collar match. Oh, that was good. That was good. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. was really. That good. was a that was good. Just... And then uh, Danielson and and John Moxley they had a good match. Yeah, yeah. So, so, yeah, Jericho and Kingston they actually had a good match too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. They actually started really well. Yeah. And then we had uh, the next pay per view was CM Punk versus Hangman Adam Page. Oh God! And then. <laughs> And then things start to crumble. I think this this because Kyle O'Reilly. I don't even remember this match, Ollie. Kyle O'Reilly wrestled Darby Allen. No, do you know when it you all even, start? Do you know I'm when it all no starts memory. to crumble? When when they fucking announced that Forbidden Door pay per view, and Tony Khan oh. had two hours of television <laughs> to further dynamite storylines, further New Japan storylines, and further. Uh, ROH storylines and trying to get people to watch Rampage all in two hours. So really, an wow. hour thirty or an hour twenty-five if you if you take in ads. Like that was that was a bad time. That's when it all fell off. That's there. that shit struggled. Yeah. That shit struggled because yeah, because the the New Japan Forbidden Door pay per view was next, and then you had like all these matches with uh, Tanahashi and Okada and. Zack Sabre Jr. with the American crowd who don't watch New Japan were just like, who the fuck are all these guys? Like, why do I give a shit about them? And I, I think that's what that's been AEW's biggest mistake is having the Ring of Honor, having the New Japan, you know, all that stuff muddled in with all these people that we've watched on AEW for so long. And if if the name is not big enough, right? If the name is not an Okada or a Tanahashi. Or, or you know, these these type, these caliber wrestlers coming in from abroad, everyone's just gonna be like, "What the fuck am I watching? Who the fucker? Who the, you know?" Like the, some of the random names on this card, right? That that I'm I'm unaware of, and and that's purely because I don't watch AEW. Oh, uh, sorry, uh, New Japan. But you had the New Japan LA Dojo come in, right, with Yuya Imura, and I, I'm still saying his name wrong after so long, and Shota Umino. And, you know, Rapungi Vice becomes a team against well, the United the Empire. Is, the and thing all- is, if you like, if you are that diehard of, if you like, if you like New Japan Pro Wrestling, if you are a, a Japanese wrestling fan, then this is perfect for you. But the percentage perfect. of wrestling fans in the world that are Japanese wrestling fans overall are, is very low. So if you are a company who's trying to grow your business, Focusing so much of your TV time on Japanese wrestlers that a- appeal to a very small niche of wrestling fans globally, that's not really the smartest business decision, I would say. Precisely. I do because get, I, you I, have... I think I think if for people who love Japanese wrestling, this is great for them, 
but the that only appeals to a small demographic if you wanted to push this and build it properly and maybe not have 13 matches maybe have six matches or seven matches max and introduce those characters to us for for like a couple months before and and tell us who they are then that would work better uh-huh. than saying we're gonna do 13 matches half of them are injured so we're changing the matches the night before we don't know we don't know who <laughs> we're putting every title on the line oh, here we go uh good good go for it uh 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 and you're like, who, wait, who, who's that? Wait, hold on, hold on. Wait, is that that guy? No, no, wait, he's the other one. Well, sorry, I, I can't follow. Oh, but the wrestling was so good. Yeah, but if anything, the wrestling could be amazing, but if I'm not invested in the people, I don't care. And, and, and you know, I'll, I'll give you an example of why, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's simple kind of math, if you do in your head, where... A lot of the AEW fans, right, or people that became AEW fans enjoyed AEW and the ratings went up on AEW when you had ex WWE guys come in. So there's a huge WWE audience. Now you've introduced this rival product that's called AEW and it's it's working because it's got like big names like Cody Rhodes, you've got Pac, you've got Chris Jericho, you've got all these big names from you know uh from WWE that have moved here. You have some other big names like Kenny Omega, Young Bucks, people that you've heard of. And now, the way this company works is that all these guys are leaving WWE. Some of them are getting fired. And now, AEW's introducing them. They're, they make these big surprise returns. You've got big names like you know Daniel Bryan. You've got Cesaro come in. You've got Adam Cole makes that big return. You know They, they placed all these guys really well. So now, the WWE audience is watching AEW. is like, oh, fuck. I love these guys. I watch them in WWE. Now I get to watch them do stuff here. So that's really cool. So I'm going to watch this. And then that WWE audience, now we're really aware that the way WWE presents their product is to a very international market. And, you know, the the introduction of outside wrestlers is never really there until very recently. And so you've got this, like, very narrow, not narrow, but, like, just an audience that's sort of conservative with their wrestling. And they're watching AEW. The second you start introducing these new Japan guys, the WWE, the the people that have been watching WWE, a program to watch WWE, have been watching AEW in that sort of you know mirrored image, are just like, who the fuck are these guys? And why am I just watching these randos come in and and they're making this big deal about them, but I don't see anything special. Well, yeah, the thing, and is, I think that's you, where they failed. You've got to. Uh- if you want to grow your numbers, you've got to appeal to the mass audience. And exactly, wrestling isn't as popular as it used to be. So there's only a, mm-hmm. a finite amount of people who are wrestling fans. And to grow your business, you have to appeal to them. And uh-huh. Japanese wrestling is not popular in America. It's no, just not. Neither is it in in the UK. Yeah, you can. And so that's you, my point. There's it's obviously not, it's like the there's UK, small there's small parts of 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 wrestling fandom that love it, but it's not. Yes. It's not popular. Like that New Japan Strong, it does terrible. Like it, no yeah. one watches it. So so to to devote months of your television program to promoting a pay per view that's only going to appeal to a niche audience, I think that's bad bad spent. I don't think that's that's a, a wise move because that's going to run off a lot of people. I know during that time I wasn't interested in it. Yeah. 
But, and they did the same thing with the Ring of Honor stuff, right? Where they, yeah. they get back these Ring of Honor guys and stuff. And I never watched Ring of Honor, as neither did you. There, I, there's a huge I could, number I, of I think you agree with this. Like, we're not, we don't, we don't come into the category of we're not, a, we're not WWE stands. We're not AEW stands. We, mm-hmm. we, we like whatever's good. Would you agree with that? Exactly. And My, if something's I, I good, agree. If, if something's good, we we're all about it. If something's bad, we'll call it out yeah. on the shit. And it seems like if you're yeah. dissecting the year of 2022 for AEW, it all fell off. This was the this was the point where it all fell off for me. Was was the build up to this pay per view, the execution of this pay per view, and then after this pay per view, it all went tits up. I, I think when CM Punk won the title. And then he had the injury. He remember he did that like six man tag match with FDR, yeah. and he couldn't he couldn't do the the jump off the ropes and stuff. Anything, yeah. I think from that point, that point onwards, it's the six months or seven months, whatever it was, that AW has been really well, rough also, to watch. Also, so Punk was out injured, and then fucking MJF just was randomly just off TV for like three months. <laughs> exactly so, so it was like the so, two things so, that were the best the, the two things that kept you watching during all the new japan roh bullshit were now gone and then you're like yeah. well what the fuck now like i don't care about there was <laughs> yeah there was exactly. a, there was a period of time last year where i didn't watch aw at all because it was so rubbish yeah but it's my, so, my brother but like we're, but like when it's good it's good we have to say that when it's good it's good because i feel like a lot of people yeah. will be like oh you just don't like wrestling ollie you just like storyline no I, no that's, that's not the case my brother my brother still till today makes fun of me because i was like dude at the start of the year i was like dude wwe doesn't hold the candle to aw right now aw's firing on all cylinders it's so much fun it's so good and and then he started turning. He's like, actually, you know what? This MJF CM Punk stuff is great. Uh, FDR, you know, is so over. It's uh, Darby Allen's killing it. It was so good. There's so many pockets of AEW that were so good. And then once the Forbidden Door thing started happening, and you're just like, oh no, this is fucking terrible. And my brother wasn't fully invested in the AEW hype train yet. And so now he's just like, oh well, you know, it's so shit. I can't believe you were trying to convince me that it's better than WWE. I was like, it was though. It, it was, really was. It really was. For the first two and a half to three years, it was. I looked forward, and I was so buzzed. Like how I remember thinking, how fucking long has it been that I have been buzzed to stay up throughout the middle of the night to watch a wrestling show? I don't care about the adverts. I want to watch it live. I want to stay up late and I want to do it. And yeah. it, it was years, like. Yeah, maybe 10 yeah. years before like that there felt that buzz of like oh my god i need to stay up and watch this as it happens and yeah, now yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I like i'll maybe watch i'll maybe watch the highlights on youtube you know well like that's, that's, yeah that's I, I have no interest like i i skim through the episode and just like oh you know i i, I watch this maybe like like I, the best way i can describe it is kg when i watch it now i watch Excuse it me. i watch it and i I have my phone in my hand at the same time. Oh, yeah, that's that's a yeah. huge indicator, right? Yeah, yeah. But uh, that's not to say, like, anyone who who's a diehard AEW fan, that's not to say that AEW cannot recover and cannot, like, go back. There's good stuff. Glory. Like, the past few episodes have been pretty good, I will I will say. I enjoyed the last episode yeah. of AEW. Like, last, I, I actually I enjoyed the, it. The last two episodes have been pretty good. Like, I feel like, yeah. it's, I feel like it's starting to get a bit better because they're focusing more on... AEW now 
and not other yes, stuff. And that's what they need to do. Yeah. Exactly. That's what they need to do. They need to, as as you said, they need to appeal to their mass audience, you know, and whatever, whoever, like, again, it was a working formula. You get these guys in for WWE, get the big pop, you know what get they the need big to match, do, KJ, build, and all this stuff. That's what they need to, they need to build a credible main event scene. Because they've got yeah. so many guys who are just upper mid card. There's no, there, there's a handful of people who are main event and they need more. I agree. I completely agree. I'm. I don't know how they're gonna like Moxley. Just doesn't do it for me. I've I've said this so many times, and I just I I don't I, I see it on the internet now. Everyone's just like, dude, Moxley, just go for your vacation, man. You need you need that holiday. Um, you know the whole Brian Danielson stuff is is like it's a bit confusing because it's like he's fighting for William Regal, but we know William Regal's not coming back, so. Why? Why are we still having this story about something that we all know is not going to happen? Yeah. And 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 then he, William Regal had that video like a fucking like if you're watching this, I am dead. And it's like, what, what the fuck <laughs> is, this? Like, you know? wait, is this? Am I watching an episode of Batman? Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought it was like fucking Tony Stark. Remember he records the <laughs> the, the the message in the helmet. Oh, I'm yeah. like, what, what is going on here? So again, like I don't I don't know why. AEW is all over the place. They need to get their shit back together and and fucking stop booking angles and interview segments, please. It will improve oh the God. show so much and, if we stop and for doing it. For the love it. of God, for the love they of need Christ, to keep, they need to keep Rick Ross away from AEW television. <laughs> that no, they so don't. Bad. That was the best thing I've ever seen. It was so funny. Legends, legends. <laughs> what did, we gonna ca- make it. We're gonna make we're gonna make history. We're gonna make history. Yeah, we're gonna that's make what history. we're doing, right? We're legends. making history. Legends, right we're now. We're legends. We're making history. We... Fuck you, a big <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> you a big motherfucker. He's like, oh, so good. Like Ross, man, legend. And then you've got you've got Parker Bordeaux and some guy. I think that's Tyson Tomko on roids. Like I don't know who the fuck the other guy is, but. Tomko, what yeah. a reference! Yeah, yeah. So I don't fucking know who the fuck that guy is, but yeah, it's like legends. Legends. So yeah, that was Rick that Rolls. was that Rick was hysterical. Rolls. It was it was. I texted you. I was like, this is. I I really regret not watching and uh, not not podcasting this week because <laughs> that whole legends thing fucking killed me. Um, MGF. Let me talk to you about MGF real quick. Um. Do you do you think he stays champion throughout the year and holds it for over a year? I think he's he's gonna hold it for a while because who the hell do you give it to? Who the hell who would be a better yeah. champion right now? No, nobody. No, nobody. There's no one. I I can see feuds. I can see feuds, but I can't see him losing the title. I can see him wrestling Adam Page. I can see him wrestling John Moxley again. I can see him wrestling. He's he's gonna wrestle uh, Daniel Brian Danielson. I think you probably have to ask yourself after this fucking trios bullshit. When when does Kenny Omega go back to the world title scene? Yes, and then I want he, I want then, Kenny Omega. And there. then does he? He probably has enough stroke to beat MGF politically. So yeah, that's true. Um, there's there. Okay, so I've seen this online. There's not much credibility behind it, but there's there's whispers. And people are talking about a potential return of CM Punk to AEW. 
Do you think that happens? No chance. No chance. No. No. No way. So, so, but what do you think about CM Punk returning to wrestling? I think that um, he's not been fired. Well, they haven't released him because he's injured. I think once he's in, once his injury's healed up and he's on the, the active list again, then they'll release him from his contract. So do, do you think CM Punk has any chance of going back to WWE? Mm, it's tough because CM Punk doesn't strike me as the type of person who likes to lose, you know? Yes. So, but then also, he's burnt bridges in both places now. Yeah. Like, he's not going to show up on Impact, you know? <laughs> yeah, definitely not. So, <laughs> With Bobby Fish. Yeah, so all de- <laughs> all depends just how Where's much, the lie? How much does he want how much is it how much of a being as bonnet does he have to want to be able to be like do you know what fuck nick and matt jackson fuck the elite fuck hangman adam page i'm gonna go to wwe i'm gonna you know show them how it's done type thing but then also he's probably but we know that he's been paid very handsomely and he was also Mm -hmm. handsomely paid before that he hates Triple H. Triple H served him papers on his wedding day. So, no, you don't forget that. And he's now the man in charge. So, there's so many different fa- factors. But I think there's more chance of CM Punk showing up in WWE than there is him showing up in AEW. Purely I because, can't believe that's a sentence. Purely because in AEW, it's not just the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega. Chris Jericho doesn't like him because he's a threat to him. Um, yeah, and there's other people who are in those little cliques with Jericho's clique and the the elite's clique, and they've all got Tony Khan like wrapped around their little finger. Yeah, so there's no chance. I, I he's feel making it back. I feel like I, I, if he wants to make a statement, it has to be big. They have to offer him a WrestleMania main event. He's not. He's not because that's the one thing on his career that he didn't do. He was in a world title match at WrestleMania, but he was never on last. So I feel like yeah. to sweeten the deal, if you wanted CM Punk, you'd be like, okay, we'll give you a WrestleMania main event, aka you go on last. They'll probably put him on the Saturday for like flex reasons, but at least they main evented it. Um, and then also, would you offer him Austin as well? If But then that's a whole big thing to navigate because well we we all think austin's gonna do another match because the last one was so good but there's no concrete evidence other than the fact that he's training on his instagram but he could just be training on his instagram so that's not yeah, even yeah plus you're booking a match with a 60 year old man and an injury prone guy in his bodies <laughs> so like <laughs> how will that go how will that I mean, go I, yeah. I could i could very well see um you know if if roman reigns is still champion at the end of WrestleMania 39, which I, I'll say this right now. I'm not, I'm not too mad about that. I'm, I'm not too upset if Roman Reigns leaves his champion. I'm just going to say, but if Roman Reigns leaves WrestleMania 39 as champion, is it possible that we get CM Punk versus Roman Reigns at WrestleMania 40? That would be insane. And have have Roman Reigns drop just Roman just, Reigns, just ban one of the championships. Did you see that interview that he was talking about CM Punk? And he was like, "No, I don't like the guy." But paraphrasing, obviously, he's like, "I don't like the guy. I don't, I don't agree with most of the stuff that comes out of his mouth." But if push came to shove, I would do business with him. That was his words. Mm. 
like paraphrasing, mm. but that's what he said. Is like, I'll do, right, I would right, do business right, with right, him. Right, I put things that my personal feels aside, but do business with him. That would be fucking yeah. blockbuster. That would that would sell. That would sell so much. And CM Punk's wisest business decision of 2023 would be to go to, to well, WWE. KJ, the thing is, there is stories to tell with CM Punk and WWE. There's stories to tell. There about. is. And there is it wouldn't i don't think if he did sign it would be a full-time thing i think it would be one of these like deals these big money deals that reigns is on that lesnar's on keep it like that edge is probably on one too it's not you're wrestling every week you're not getting put through the ringer he's going to be treated like a star he's going to get the bus he's going to get the you know bring larry to the shows he's going to get all the merch and he's going to get a wrestlemania event all those little things that he needs to do to pad his ego and make him feel special i think WWE could do it triple h doesn't like him but he knows he can make money with him and he knows that he could fuck AEW and Triple H in public will never say that he wants to do that, but all he wants to do is yeah. put those fuckers out of business. Like yeah, AEW yeah, to him 100%. is Vince's WCW. It's just a different era. Yeah. So I think yeah. Triple H would put it to the side, and if you sweeten the deal enough for CM Punk, make him feel like he's you know the biggest star ever, it could happen. But I don't think there's any mm-hmm. chance he's going back to AEW. Yeah, I I think, and you know, CM Punk has you know a, a long list of of wrestlers that he could wrestle starting with you know a big money match with bronson reed you know yeah, i'd your, love to see that dexter loomis is yeah. oh yeah otis otis, otis and otis cm punk yeah that'd be a good one okay mustafa <laughs> Ken, yeah. ali mustafa mustafa, <laughs> mustafa ali mustafa mustafa ali yeah mustafa. Chicago. chicago chicago versus chicago yeah, battle of chicago oh wow the yeah. story story writes um, itself ali what'd you call story him akita tozawa what a contest that'd be oh yeah. Oh my God! You're killing yeah. me here, Ali. And the match That's a new that Japan dream. Waiting for CM Punk versus R-Truth, the battle of oh! the legends. <laughs> <laughs> Although legend I've, versus legend. If I if I'm writing up the CM Punk contract and I work at WWE, I'm thinking, now is there a is there a hair dye clause? Can we put a clause in it that he dyes the grey beard? <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, I don't mind it. Do you do you, do you dislike it? I. I think if you are an athlete, I, th- I think to the, like, Roman Reigns has got a little bit grey in his beard, right? Yeah. But he still looks like a big athlete and a star. I think CM Punk looks a bit like a hobo. That's because his hair and stuff as well is all yeah. over the place. Yeah. Roman's hair doesn't fucking move. I feel like, like they It doesn't put, move unless he tells it to move. I feel like they should put a clause in John Cena's WrestleMania contract that says, like, okay, just see your wig guy, see what they can do. Like, just, <laughs> there are ways to fix that was this, rough. John. Yeah. That was rough. Just watching John just come see, out there. Uh, and other just, than the bald uh, spot, he looks great. And I think the bald spot, subconsciously, people say they don't care about it, blah, 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 blah. But... It, you, it does, it makes you think, oh man, they're getting old. Whereas if he didn't have the bald spot and he looked the way he looked, you'd be like, oh great. Or if he had it shaved like this skinhead type thing, you'd be like, oh yeah, amazing. Exactly. But it's when yeah. he takes the Just hat do the off. Skinhead. Yeah, but I think oh. he's, he's got to have it that length for the for the movie roles, right? Well, uh, no, I'm pretty sure James Gunn was like, listen, you motherfucker, you go, you do your little wrestling thingy that you do, Right, but you come right back, no injuries. So, he's what like, am I allowing? I'm allowing you to do one five knuckle shuffle. That's yeah, it. He said you're not allowed to take a bump for insurance reasons. Yeah, 
Yeah. <laughs> so he's like, okay, got it. And then he's gone to go film Peacemaker season two. If you want that wig money. <laughs> he's like, I'm he's canceling everything the... in the, the DC universe except from this show because my wife works on it. Okay, James. Yeah. Yeah. I'm happy your wife works on it because Peacemaker is the best DC property that they've ever made. Yeah, yeah. The, this whole DC EU that is the best thing. That is the best one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That is the best thing. So I can't wait for season two. Um, but yeah, uh, I, that that is coming up to close to an hour, Ollie, uh, on the pod. We've hit fifty minutes here. Um, I think there's a lot to to come forward in this year. I feel like you know Brock Lesnar will continue to do Brock Lesnar things. I think Edge will come back as we discussed. I think Roman Reigns. I don't know where. I maybe maybe let's end it on that. We have we have about let's you know we have ten minutes left in the hour. Well, look, KJ, let, let's tell you just what. close let's it. Say, clo- cl- well, close it as you close it your way, and then give a bold prediction for this year. It has to be bold though. Okay, okay. okay. I'll, okay. I'll, I'll I'll try and think of it as I'm talking, but yeah. Uh, Roman Reigns has had perhaps the best 2022. I think Sami Zayn is coming out of this year. Almost holding that Kofi Mania, you know, uh, Miracle on Bourbon Street, Daniel Bryan thing. I feel like these, this, this is where Sami Zayn is headed. I don't think Sami Zayn can do anything wrong, and it's just it's working so well. I, I, I'm pretty sure Paul Heyman's helping produce that whole thing. Um, I don't know who else, but it is just beautiful to watch. Um, we're all anticipating it. We're all like, oh my god, please, Sami. Don't fuck up. And the fuck up has happened. He's lost that tag team match to KO and and John Cena. And now this gives the bloodline a reason. And I'm so fucking scared. So fucking scared. Because I don't know when it's going to happen. It's just like a ticking time bomb. But I, I, I can't... To me, to the ITR magazine, I think we all agree that Roman Reigns, number one is is so easy to predict because there's been no one on Roman's level. I think Roman Reigns is probably the best wrestler in the world right now in terms of everything. Um, and should he lose the titles at WrestleMania? Yeah, maybe. But I feel like Roman Reigns is going to end. This is my bold prediction. I feel Roman Reigns is going to end 2023 as champion again. Yeah, I, I I would agree with that. Um, but I, I think one or two things is going to happen is either just going to be the Universal Champion and someone else will be the World Champion mm-hmm. or they will create another world title. You mean like unify it? Yeah, so he'll just be the, the Undisputed Universal Champion and then they'll create another title a la Eric Bischoff type thing. Ah, but, but my bold prediction is I think the brand split is going to end. Okay, yeah, I, I I could see that. Like, what is the reason for it right now? Uh, well, if the brand split ends, then you have one champion, which is not really working right now, is it? Raw is suffering. Mm-hmm. So if they split, if the brand split ends, then the two titles end. 
I don't think that's the direction they want to go because but, but right now with Roman schedule. If you're going to keep the belt on Roman till the end of the year, then uh-huh. what? Then he's just the champion. Like, what? Why no. would you need the? Why would you I, need the my, my my prediction is Roman loses the title but wins it back before the end of the year. Uh but only wins back one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I think whoever he loses it to splits the belts, uh-huh. and then one belt goes to Raw and the other to SmackDown. Yeah. Okay. But to to be to be honest, I prefer it this way. I prefer that there should be one heavyweight champion. There shouldn't be multiple ones. I don't like the multiple ones. I feel like there should be one guy who's the main champion. That's it. You can't have two guys who are the main champions. Like it it doesn't make sense to me. Like storyline wise you know because then you have that match at survivor series and one guy versus the other guy and it's like i I don't know it just makes the other guy look a bit weaker like that's what happened drew and and roman like drew looked weaker than roman and that shouldn't be the case i don't think cody i think cody doesn't win the belt this year i think he he doesn't win it till next year i think he oh that that's a bold prediction i think he goes on a big story trying to get it but I've seen I've seen a lot of people I've seen a lot of people ask this question. People are like, "Okay, when, who's going to take the titles off of Cody, uh, to, of the off of Roman?" And most of the people, their answers were Cody Rhodes. So yeah, that's also, it's intriguing that you say that. Also, another thing I think will happen is FTR will be in WWE by the end of the year. Yeah, I could see that. I could see that. Um, they it looks like they're trying to get fired, right? Like it looks like they want to go. I mean, their contracts <laughs> are up in April, I think, and I think uh-huh. they're done. Like I think they want to go back to Uncle Paul, you know? Yeah, yeah. He takes good care of them, so fuck yeah. yeah. Why yeah. the fuck not? Uh, do you think that yeah. we will see Bray Wyatt wrestle a singles match on television in twenty twenty three? Oh yeah, yeah. I would say so. Yes. Yeah. 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 Okay. I'm I'm excited for the LA Knight Bray Wyatt match. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. The main, I, I don't know what you the stipulation is, but only because you love Mountain Dew, KG. Yeah, it's it, that's what it is. <laughs> it's my Mountain Dew. <laughs> it's my Mountain Dew match. Can't wait. Um, no, because I I I feel I, yeah. I like this. I like the whole thing. Me and G have just been going yeah to each other like the whole week. Just like yeah. And, yeah. See, the thing is, Ellie Knight carries himself like a star. He can cut a promo like a star, yeah. but he's just never had a push ever. So you're like, wait, mm-hmm. hold on. My brain doesn't compute here. Who is this man that looks like a wrestling superstar and talks like one and has carries himself like one, but I've never seen him wrestle? Who is he? It's so odd. Yeah. It's like he's so <laughs> out of place. Like Eli Drake. Eli Drake. <laughs> I like him. I like I like uh, L.A. Knight. So yeah. I'm I'm looking oh, forward to seeing looks, what happens. He also happens. looks about 48. He does. He does. He does. Yeah. He looks a bit old. Yeah. yeah. Pitch black match. Let's see. Let's see what yeah. happens there. Yeah, uh, folks. Thank you so much for listening. Hope you enjoyed this little recap that we did of the the previous year and our predictions of what's going to happen next year. Uh, we'll be back with uh, your you know pop luck next week and uh you know back to 
regular KJ, you scheduled buzzed, you buzzed for Raw tonight. Do you think something big's going to happen first Raw of the year? I am. I need to, yeah, I need to stay away from like spoilers and stuff. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I, I think it should be good. Yeah. But um, yeah, we've, we've uh, also had a bunch of stuff over on various platforms like Patreon. So if you enjoyed this podcast, itrwrestling.com forward slash Patreon, where you have bonus content like retro ITR and the pot of thunder, which Ollie and I do. Very, very proud. We did uh, the review of Jingle All the Way 2, which yes. a lot of you must have heard. Very it was, well received. Uh, great, great download numbers for that on the main feed. So thank you for checking that out. Thank you so much. Um, that was a fucking disaster. Um, Wrestling Roast merch is also available. Just go to shop.itrwrestling.com. Uh, buy your merch like Rory McNellis, Anthony Fitzpatrick, and Lainey, who still has no last name. Uh, also check out our YouTube channel, itrwrestling.com forward slash YouTube and our clips channel, ITR Clips. Follow us at Inside underscore the Ropes on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook at itrwrestling.com forward slash Facebook. And remember, itrwrestling.com is where this and all other ITR podcasts are available along with Jim Ross, Kofi Kingston, Jen Louise, Paula Heyman, Taz, Ricky Starks, Bandicoot Lee, Finley Martin, Jim Cornette, Kenny McIntosh, Chris Jericho, Mackenzie Mitchell, Mickey James, and Soraya. Say it with me. A plethora of news. Oh my God, it's a plethora of news. It's also now available. Uh, check out our magazine inside the magazine. Uh, it's uh, at uh, inside the ropes magazine dot com. If it's, you got paid by the word here, you'd be making bank, mate. I'd be making so much money. Yeah. yeah. Uh, when I was doing these plugs with Kenny, I was just like, "This is so embarrassing." Because Kenny's just like, "How many gimmicks do you have?" Fucking hell. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, bold so- <laughs> prediction! I will leave the wrestling roast in twenty twenty three. Oh, I'm I'm leaving the Pot of Thunder in 2023. Yeah, so, yeah, I am. Uh, I'm leaving the wrestling world <laughs> to focus solely on the Pot of Thunder, <laughs> and I'm doing the opposite. I was going to research <laughs> that show so much, become an expert on it. <laughs> because it's going to become a solo podcast, both of them. Solo podcast. Um, I don't think my yeah. voice can take uh, it. I'm not podcasting two weeks. I've lost my voice. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm going to talk about a podcast in just a second. Hold on. Uh, Inside those magazines available. It ships worldwide, you know. Blah, blah, blah. Buy the magazine. Buy all the stuff. Yeah, whatever. Anyway, what? Follow Ollie at Ollie. Also follow me at that KJ guy. That's where we, you know, smack our asses like a drum. Smack my ass like a drum. And our our nudies are also available at itrtakes.com. Just go to ITR Tech we'll and, and get our all the all our, the, all, all, the uh, all the feedback only. from the Pod of Thunder live with uh, where we had a great show. Um, Finley yeah. Martin was in attendance. Yeah, that was yeah. It was it was nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, and uh, uh, for all you comic book lovers, um, oh Ollie, hey, comic book uh, lover, <laughs> Ollie, myself, and AZ. Uh, over on KJAZ Super Crazies, uh, we we did a smash or pass uh, a 64 person bracket of the DCEU. Uh, have you heard it back yet, Ali? No, because I was waiting on it getting released. 
It was on the 1st of Jan. We told you, first remember? Well, I will listen to that. Two yeah. hours, one minute, KJ. Fucking hell. It was... I, I heard the whole thing back immediately. <laughs> and I was... Because I forgot, right? We recorded a month before it. And before the release. And so I forgot our conversations. And I was laughing like a fucking idiot. I'm I'm just going to quote Ali. This is this is an actual quote from the podcast of what Ali says. Right. At some point, Ali says, throw that lasso of truth around my neck and choke me, baby. <laughs> so <laughs> that, is, <laughs> that is literally <laughs> a quote from Ali. <laughs> It gets quite and that graphic is just an towards indication. the end. It gets quite graphic towards the end. It does. It is just an indication of what the what kind of fuckery takes place in fuckery. that podcast. It is hysterical. <laughs> it is so fucking funny. Um, do you know, I, man, I you, really... don't, you do a veto for someone really random, and we're like, why the fuck did you veto that? <laughs> don't don't spoil it because we have yeah we do the whole veto thing as well, which was by the way sprung upon us like right at the start. Ollie just threw out a suggestion and we went with it. So so yeah, so it's it's a fucking chaotic mess, but it's fucking hilarious. Um, I I definitely I I you know I I try to only recommend the podcast like I really push for the podcasts that I think are really worth it. And I promise you, I think this is really worth it. So, yeah, so if you get a chance, KJ, KJ check and AZ's The Super Crazies on Spotify. Yes, um, or whatever your podcast streaming platform is. Um, it's 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 Kilo a fucking Juliet, mess. It's so funny. Alpha Zebra. Yes, Zulu. Also, Zulu, you don't say that. Um, racist. Yeah, is it? It's a yeah. it's a name. Anyways, um, I I shall leave you now as Brentford scores three goals against Liverpool. Um, thank you so much, folks. I, I Ali, shall, I shall leave one you thing. there not knowing what that means. <laughs> uh, there's one thing left to say to you, Ali. That is, I love you, Ali. Bye. I love you. Happy New Year. Bye. Happy Let's New have year. the best bye. year ever together. Bye. I love you. Yes. Bye. Oh, my God. Bye. Fuck me. <laughs> Play the fucking music, Ollie. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.